of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The wisdom tradition of the Judeo-Christian faith shows up in our reading today in Paul. It's a tradition that sees the world through a non-dual lens, or what we call mysticism. Mysticism is a different sort of consciousness, a way of knowing, a way of being and doing that encounters the holy wherever there is breath and life. Paul tells us to put on the mind of Christ. So we're not just supposed to admire Christ or to imitate him. We are to actually take on his consciousness and to try to think how he would think and feel how he would feel. I think this way of being and doing and knowing our faith is where we differ from many of our modern Protestant Christian siblings, our faith is not only about right belief, it is also, and I would argue more importantly, about right practice. Believing Christ and Lord doesn't really mean anything if it doesn't change our lives and transform our hearts and minds. Later in his letter to the Corinthians, Paul also says, If I have faith so as to move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. We aren't a sola fide or faith alone tradition, friends. We must also have a loving, transformative practice. Our salvation is not a one-time event, but a practice that is lived over a lifetime. In today's gospel, Jesus tells us that we are salt and light. We are made of his glory, but we have to do and be these things or they will be trampled underfoot. They will be hidden away and we will be nothing. I think this is fantastic news. We already hold the light of Christ right inside of us. Now it's just our choice to let it shine. And as we've gotten to know each other this last year, St. Paul's, I hope you all, it's become very clear to y'all a couple of things I'm very passionate about. One, our homelessness brothers and sisters, and the other, food justice. Today I want to talk about the issue of homelessness. You can come fishing with me if you want to learn about food justice and the work of the Guild of Necratius. So how can we look at this issue of homelessness and the housing crisis with the consciousness of Christ or the mind of Christ? How would he feel about this situation? How would he respond? We know from scripture that Christ cared about the poor and the marginalized, period. He wanted to bring God's kingdom to earth. He wanted transformation so much, he healed people, he turned over tables, he said things like the first shall be last and the last shall be first. He told folks to give up their possessions to the poor and follow him. He said, if someone asks for your shirt, not, don't only give them your shirt, give them your sandals too. So how can we realize Christ as the light of the world in our homelessness problem, friends? 
Because the system we are in right now creates a dark and desolate web of chaos for our friends on the street, doesn't it? It's hard to find resources and respite when the machine of our economic system does not lend itself to anything that doesn't make money or consume it. But the economy of God is about total gift. It's about self-emptying love of Christ. And y'all, we cannot and we should not ever monetize God's love or it would cease to be anything about God at all. So how do we act together to give our brothers and sisters on a street a piece of God's kingdom on earth? St. Paul's let me tell you a little bit about how our ability to take on the mind of Christ has helped us and our city experience the kingdom of God this week. We realized our salt and light by opening our doors to our neighbors for the second time this winter. In doing so, we have now housed over 100 people and saved them from the frigid, deadly temperatures. We have worked with members from all over the city in our community in several different denominations, including OK End Homelessness, Church Under the Bridge, Exchange Baptist Church, St. Augustine's, Grace Yukon, the Kiwanis Club, and even the motorcycle gang, the Bikers for Christ. Y'all, this is what the kingdom of God looks like. The bougie Episcopalians hanging out with the bikers of Christ. (laughs) Seriously, that's what it looks like. It was a beautiful thing. We case managed every single person who came through our doors and connected them to tangible resources and relationships to help them to start to find their way. We connected two brothers who'd been looking for each other for 15 years. We helped lead a man to know Christ for the first time. We fed people with nourishing hot food. We gave them clean clothes to wear and a bed to lay on. We're working on showers. And we had a new member donate a fridge. As Dean Churchill said in her interview to News 9, these folks slept a lot in our care because it was the first time they finally felt safe to do so. So thank you all who donated your time your talents, your treasures, and your prayers. Because these last two weeks, we've opened our doors to be an emergency shelter. It's been huge, important work, y'all. It has been a blessing from God, that salt and light to the world, friends. But our work cannot stop here. We have to keep asking ourselves and our elected leaders questions with the consciousness of Christ. How can we end homelessness in Oklahoma for good? That's a question that's been on my heart. Because the last number I heard about for our homeless population was 20,000. I know that's contested and hard to track, but it just seems like a very doable number. And what if we spent the money we use tearing down camps every week to put folks in actual homes, like tiny homes or redo a motel? to give folks security where they wouldn't lose their IDs all the time? What if we spent more money on case managers who develop real relationships with folks to do that one-on-one work of discernment of their needs? I know these are difficult issues, friends. There isn't a quick fix. There isn't one solution. And like I said earlier, 
though, you cannot commodify God's love. That's why we were the only church to open our doors in the city. Because God's love is free. It's a gift. And it's hard to do in the system that we are in, isn't it? It is not convenient to give up our time and our resources when we get nothing in return. But Jesus never said anything about love equating to comfort, did he? He said it'd be a sacrifice. The light of the world, the salt of the earth, is the tortured Christ on the cross and the risen Christ in great glory with the angels on the right hand of God in the heavenly places. To be a Christian means we have to participate in the entire life of Christ in this world, which means suffering, it means death, but it also means love and so much life. Friends, put on the mind of Christ. Help transform our broken systems with God's love and God's economy. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the Pharisees and the scribes, you will never enter into the kingdom of God. Amen.